Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, I always find this stuff funny. So Mary Trump, the uh, disgraced uh, relative of uh, Donald Trump, she pulls her podcast, or she says she's going to, from uh, Spotify. And she's an intergalactic cosmic hero because she wants censorship. For, from Joe Rogan. This is the new crazy left deranged people uh, like this who want censorship and want people's content pulled down. And yet, hilariously, we pull our content off YouTube with a video literally titled Why I'm Leaving YouTube because they're communist, socialist, enemies of humankind, Google and Alphabet, the parent company, along with YouTube. And they, <laughs> the left attacks us. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's not even double standard. It's just it's comical at this point. I got that. I want to talk about um, briefly this Whoopi Goldberg thing because I don't care. I told you the left was going to start eating their own. They have. But a really stunning comment from the White House yesterday. I mean, a, a red line has been crossed that you're not going to want to miss. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers, and they're all made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Uh, let me get to the show. I got that. I got a lot more, including uh, Ted Cruz asking another radical Biden nominee a very simple question. Hey, how do you feel about racial discrimination? Joe, that's kind of a bad thing, right? Pretty yeah, simple answer for you. Joe, thing. let me try this test with you. Let's do a little test you before I get Joe. How do you feel about racial discrimination, good or bad? Well, Dan, it's bad and it's wrong. Okay, thank you. A <laughs> uh, gee? Can we try this test with Gee? Gee, how do you? A uh, gee says he's not crazy about it either, my Joe. Man, my so man. we're two for two. Let me just give you my. Uh, how do you feel about racial discrimination, Dan? It's really bad, and we shouldn't do it. Not this Biden court nominee. I'm not kidding. I've got the video coming up next. Thank you guys for clearing that up. Oh, not a very welcome, complicated man. question. Yeah, yeah, we do. We, we support actual. You know, uh, racial harmony, not these uh, other idiots. You know, I, I got a new sponsor. I've, they've been around for a little bit, relatively new, Mizzen and Maine. And uh, I got to tell you, I am falling in love with this company. And I'm not messing around. Their shirts are so comfortable. If you saw me out this weekend, I had one of their light blue Mizzen and Maine shirts on. There's nothing worse than a collared shirt that you know what I'm talking about. You're sitting down. It's starchy. It doesn't move with you. It doesn't breathe. Especially in Florida, even we get a little sweat going, it's terrible. That's why you got to check out Mizzen in Maine, M-I-Z-Z-E-N. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable shirt you are ever going to wear. They have a ton of great clothing options. They combine comfort and flexibility of your favorite athletic wear with the fit and style of a custom dress shirt. It's lightweight, breathable, and moisture wicking. Give it a try. Send me your emails if you think I'm messing with you. Mizzen in Maine's clothing will have you looking great. Plus, their dress shirts are machine washable. So you can skip those expensive trips to the dry cleaner. Think of all the time and money you save. They may have gotten famous for their dress shirts, but Mizzen and Maine now makes incredibly comfortable flannels, no-tuck shirts, performance polos, chinos, and so much more in performance fabrics with modern tailoring. Everyone was asking me on my locals account with that video, the hoodie I was wearing, that was Mizzen and Maine. So you can go look at my locals. You'll see what I mean. With Mizzen and Maine, it's never felt better to look your best. They've got over 30,000 five-star reviews. It's worth it. You know they make a great product. Can't vouch for them in strong enough terms. Super comfortable. Whether you're working from the golf course or taking conference calls in the courtyard, we've got good news. Right now, if you go to mizzenandmain.com, M-I-Z-Z-E-N and main.com, and use promo code Daniel, receive $35 off any regular price order of $125 or more. That's $35 off when you go to mizzenandmain.com and use our promo code Dan. It's M-I-Z-Z-E-N-A-N-D. M-A-I-N.com. Use promo code Dan. Check it out. You'll thank me later. All right, Joe. All right. Let's go. Let's yes. go, baby. Feeling pretty good today. Feeling because yes. there's, a, this is, you know, sometimes behind the scenes, I don't tell you guys this, but sometimes there's a lot of, it's like a content desert. 
Yeah. And me, Guy, and Joe, like in the morning, we're like struggling for something. Not that we think is interesting. I can always find stuff to talk about. It's what I think you'll find interesting. It's not always, today was not one of those days. There's a ton of stuff. I, I mentioned the Mary Trump thing. I just want to mention one more thing until I dig into this Whoopi thing, which I'm going to address quickly because it's all over the news and <clears throat> Whoopi Goldberg being suspended from the view. But um, the, it's time for the Let's Go Brandon Cowbell, by the way. There we go. Sorry. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Maybe got all the that's the Let's Go Brandon, a little uh, technical complication with the Let's Go Brandon Cowbell. So the ADP, that uh, they measure private payrolls. There is a report, a jobs report coming out Friday. Let me tell you what I'm hearing. It's not some cryptic insider information. It's all over the internet at this point. The jobs report coming out Friday. It is now Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, here is go- I'm hearing is going to be apocalyptic. Again, it's not some deep inside source I have. It's all over the internet. I have a source, I tell you. This is everywhere. The Friday jobs report looks like it is going to be a disaster. A preview of it came out today. ADP released their private payrolls. They were expecting a 200,000 job jump in January. Looks like the number was negative 301,000. Holy cow! Yeah, 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 yeah. You sound like Phil Rizzuto. Holy cow! <laughs> Phil Rizzuto from the old WPIX Yankee days, for those of you who watched the Yankees growing up on Channel 11. Um, folks, listen, this is our country. Uh, and for as much as I can't stand Brandon here, who's a, a complete zero, these are real jobs being lost. This is our economy really suffering here. We can't end this uh, horror we're going through right now soon enough. Please, I'm not suggesting to you the 2022 election is going to change everything, but it'll change something. Please make sure you are organizing, volunteering, or running for office yourself now. This is a disaster. This is the, the single worst president in modern U.S. history. He makes Obama look like uh, Abraham Lincoln. Now, one of the things, um, moving on here, that I wanted to get to is that my predictions, uh, I don't know, I got a pretty good success rate with predictions when it comes to the culture wars on the left. Politics, eh, 50-50, you know, whatever, chance. Sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. But I had said to you a long time ago that the left, cancel culture is inherently, it's, it's, it's inescapable. It's built into its DNA. Cancel culture is a cannibalistic enterprise. Let me just briefly explain to you why. Forgive me for our regular listeners who've heard this before, but it's important to reiterate this. The right, conservatives like me, have, we just ignore cancel culture. Google tried to cancel me. I turned around and canceled them. Literally. I mean, we canceled Google ads from Bongino Report after they attacked Bongino.com. Um, when YouTube attacked our show, claiming nonsensically that it was COVID misinformation. Meanwhile, they never cited the misinformation. We canceled YouTube because I don't need them. I, I, folks, I gen, if I cared, I wouldn't have canceled them. I shouldn't say I don't care. I don't, I don't know how to describe. I, I, I'm just not interested in doing business with them. It's not worth it for me. I mean, the Google ads thing this month may cost us a few bucks. But we're, we, we're already building this parallel economy. I'll have some news on that coming soon. It's not going to cost us anything. Matter of fact, if anything, it's been a beneficial business decision for highlighting how if you stick with Google Ads, your website will be attacked soon too. Google is an existential threat to this country. Get away from them. Get away from YouTube as fast as you can. My point in bringing that up again is not to complain about my situation, but to show you conservatives like me, we just don't... We, we, we don't care. We're, not, we're ignoring you idiots. We're just moving on in our own parallel economy. So what happens? Leftist cancel culture, censor-loving fanatics need a target. Guys, you guys know this. Joe, we've talked about this for years. They, they, these are not, I, I'm not joking when I tell you this. These are not rational, reasonable, mentally stable people on the left. Right. They don't have a defining characteristic to their lives, whether it's their faith, whether it's their job. Their entire life is, is trying to seek meaning and they find meaning and power and empowerment in canceling others. So think about that. If canceling us isn't working, I mean, you're, it's obviously not working. I'm not going anywhere. I'm still here. We added 50,000 new subscribers to my Rumble account. How are you canceling me? If we're ignoring you, where are you going to go to get that empowerment? And I've said repeatedly that that is what's going to lead to the left canceling themselves because they're out of targets on the right. We don't care. We've learned to circumvent their censorship measures and built our own internet, essentially. 
Perfect example is this Whoopi Goldberg story. Whoopi gets canceled on The View. They need targets. The cancel culture people need targets. They're going to turn internally soon and start canceling themselves. Let me just say about Whoopi Goldberg's suspension. I I disagree with a lot of conservatives. There are some out there trying to play the whole, you know, I'm on the higher end of the totem pole of principles and morals. Whoopi shouldn't be canceled. I'm against uh, cancel culture or whatever. That's fine. I respect your opinion. You're allowed to have one. Let me just be honest because I owe you an opinion. You spend time with me. I spend time with you. I don't give a Pardon my language. I don't give a damn about Whoopi Goldberg getting suspended. I don't care. These are your rules. You wanted them. You want to start canceling people. Now start pulling a pulling a, a, a an instructional lesson out of that movie Alive. Remember that movie, Joe? The Argentinian rugby players who crash oh, in the yes. mountain and yeah. they have to eat each other? Yes. Now you can start eating each other. Don't care. I don't care one bit. Suspend her, fire her. I'm not interested. You guys wanted the new rules. Now you can eat it. Eat it. Like the Ipecac syrup. Eat it. You like the cancel culture bread pudding? Jam it in their mouths. I heard some people yesterday. Oh, well, she shouldn't be canceled. She should be allowed to apologize. Oh, she should. Oh, she should, huh? She should be allowed to apologize. Now, nah, hold, hold, them, hold them to their own rules, dude. Hold them to it. How long have we said this? One of our most listened to shows ever, the new rules. Hold them. And Saul Alinsky is one of his principles. I don't like Saul Alinsky, but he's right. Now, let me show you why you're going to have to join the rebellion and pick a side soon. You're either with censorship, folks. You're either with censorship or you're not. You're either on the censorship side or you're on the free speech side. End of story. Pick a side. I know what side my audience is on because I hear your feedback. Pick a side. No one is safe here. This is a dangerous new breach yesterday, what happened at the White House press podium with Peppermint Patty. This woman is a socialist. She is a tyrant, and so is her boss. I want you to listen very specifically to our comments yesterday about Spotify and Joe Rogan because now we are getting into very, very dangerous First Amendment territory. There's no question what happened to Joe Rogan and to me being banned and the attempts to censor Joe Rogan. There's no question it's censorship. Does everybody understand to the lefties out there? There's no question it's censorship. I have been honest and said there is a question if it's a First Amendment issue because they are private companies. But if the private companies are taking orders from the government or are doing these cancellations because they're afraid the government's going to go after them, Essentially, the government deputizing private companies to attack people. And if they don't, they'll be, Joe, wink and a nod. Something could happen. You know, it'd be a real shame if your place burned down, if you don't censor conservatives, right? Now we're getting into very, very dangerous First Amendment territory. Watch this. Do you think that companies like Spotify should go further than just, you know, putting a label on there to say, hey, go do your own, you know, check this out. You know, there's more research you can look at, you know, scientific research regarding COVID. Sure. Well, last July, I, I, you probably know, but the Surgeon General also took the unprecedented step to issue an advisor on the risk of misinformation in public health, which is a very significant step. And amid that, he talked about the role social media platforms have. So our hope is that all major tech platforms and all major news sources for that matter, be responsible and be vigilant to ensure the American people have access to accurate information on something as significant as COVID-19. That certainly includes Spotify. So this disclaimer, it's a positive step, but we want every platform to continue doing more to call out mis- and disinformation while also uplifting accurate information. I mean, look at the facts, right? You want to see what a phony, fake fraud this awful, grotesque human being is? Here's Jen Psaki, big hat tip, defiant L's on Twitter. She wants misinformation. Quote, what does she say, say, Joe, on all platforms? She wants labels and censorship. This is a government official now openly calling for censorship. We are in dangerous First Amendment territory right now. Don't deny it, lefties. I know, oh, my goodness, First Amendment. This is not First Amendment. Really? You now have a representative telling a private company Hey, be a real shame if your place burned down and you don't censor conservatives. Should this be censored? This is unquestionably misinformation from who? Oh, look, Peppermint Patty herself. Here's this disgrace of a human being. 
Jen Psaki from her verified account, again, hat tip defiant L's. This was her uh, in 2020. The Hunter Biden story is Russian disinfo, dozens of, former, dozens of former intel officials say. So just to be clear, in 2020, can you bring that over to me? Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinfo, dozens of former intel officials say. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely Paula coming to the rescue. You'll see what I mean in a minute. So Jen Psaki in 2020 said something on her Twitter account. I'm sure it's still there, by the way. That is unquestionably misinformation. The Hunter Biden stories, Russian disinfo, dozens of former intel officials say. That is false. The Hunter Biden story is accurate. Defiant L's puts below it. Daily Mail, New York Times sues State Department for emails related to Hunter Biden. Should Jen Psaki, should Peppermint be banned for disinformation? There's no question it's disinformation, right? You see what's going on here? This isn't about disinformation, folks. The disinformation and misinformation champions are exclusively on the left. What this is about is political censorship ahead of the 2022 election, where they know they are going to get mauled. Mauled. And again, I want to repeat this to any politician listening. You know, folks, let me say something on the show today. I haven't told Guy or Joe this. I uh, have said, well, Joe, you would know more of this so than Guy. You've been with me forever. But mm. I have said for a long time that I would never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever consider running for office again. You know, I have to tell you what's going on with this big tech stuff really makes me reconsider that. I'm not announcing anything or suggesting anything in the near future, but I have to tell you, I never thought about doing it again up until now. And I would make my mission one thing at the top. At the, I would triage my, there would be this war on big tech because these people are an existential threat to this country that are clearly engaging in the disruption of interstate commerce in the disruption of First Amendment protected activities, in the interest of advancing a political party, which is also an FEC problem as well. Google is an existential threat to this country. I mean every word of that. So is Facebook and so is Twitter. And if conservatives aren't interested in conserving something, like conserving the ability to speak open and speak openly in the new public square, then get the hell out of office. Don't come on my show. And don't dare send me an email if you don't understand the existential threat big tech poses to the United States of America. Don't even bother. Don't ask. Tell your people not to. I get a lot of these solicitations. If you're not willing to talk about what you're going to do to combat these big tech socialist tyrants committed to destroying the United States, don't send me another email. You are not welcome on my show. You know. Sorry, I had Paula bring up uh, it's a quick note. This is the <laughs> this is the hoodie I was talking about. A little bit of a lighter note. I need it. I get a little cold, but comfortable stuff. So I like Paula to bring that in case I start freezing. Lately in Florida, it's been a, a quite chilly uh, 40 and 50 degrees in the morning. Today's not too bad, though, right, Key? Today's nice. You know, I'm not surprised at what you just said. You didn't surprise <clears throat> me, by the way, there. Well... I did not tell you, Dana, correct? This wasn't some no, plan. No. You know, I thought about it last night. Never heard it before. I've been saying forever, um, you know, repeatedly that I never, ever, ever, ever <clears throat> would consider running for office again. But I'm dead serious when I say this. That would be my number one issue. Stopping this big tech war on this country going on right now. They're engaged in FEC violations, FTC violations, violations of interstate commerce, violations of the First Amendment. And folks, they're hypocrites and they're frauds, too. You want to see what I'm talking about? Here's a really good article, Washington Examiner by Tiana Lowe. Yeah, it's January 31st, 2022. She asked the question, hey, Spotify, you guys really want to get into this uh, cancel Joe Rogan game? Are you sure? Because if we're going to cancel Joe Rogan, for having interesting people on who have different ideas about COVID and masking and the efficacy of vaccines, what we used to call dialogue in this country. If we're going to, we're going to censor Joe, we're going to censor Joe Rogan for that. Then what about censoring other people? Like people who've been uh, accused of child molestation and sex trafficking. What? Wait, wait, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. 
You know what? Let me get to that after the break because this is important here. Spotify wants to censor a conversation about vaccines and masking, but all of a sudden when it comes to the abuse of children and serious allegations of trafficking and stuff like that, they don't want to deal with that at all. See what happens when you play this censorship game? Left never stops. They're always looking for new targets. You either pick a side and do it now. All right, let me take a quick break. I always appreciate your patience. Uh, with sponsors, they want to be here and talk to you. They keep the show free, and we appreciate them being here. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting, I know that. I know. But Joe, how long have we been having this problem with this ad? You hear my mouth watering? I had to swallow in the middle of the <laughs> end. I do. I get hungry because I eat, just so you know, at like eight o'clock. So by, by 9, 10, 9 30, when we're recording Tampa, these spots, I'm already hungry again because I don't eat a lot. I only, have a, I only have a protein shake in the morning before that. So again, these are serious questions. So Spotify is going to get in the censorship game, as Tina Lowe asks. And you can read this piece in my newsletter. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Please subscribe to my newsletter. It's free. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to talk to you on other platforms, so it's important. She says, now, ask yourself, is Joe Rogan basically worse than child molestation and sex trafficking? What about openly celebrating the said rape of minors? Because people who have done all those things are being platformed and profiting from Spotify to this day. The music of artists convicted and charged with various sexual abuse charges against minors, such as R. Kelly and XXX Tentation, I don't know who that is, remain on the platform on Spotify and thus generate royalties. There are too many musicians guilty of slightly lesser criminal offenses to count. So just to be clear, Spotify was getting ready to fold on Rogan. I guarantee it. You want to get in the censorship game? You're going to allow a lot of these rap songs on there that demean, talk about women using the B word, dropping N-bombs left and right, talking about uh, people who've been convicted of horrible sex crimes against kids. You want them on the platform? Fair question, is it not? Tino, Tiana Lowe goes on, brings up another interesting point. Criminal violence is also glorified and encouraged in songs touted by Spotify. Here's a fun little bit from a song called Hey, Mr. Mr. about beating up a woman, which Spotify curated on its playlist for rapper Cool G Rap. Joe, you a big Cool G Rap guy? Um, no. Not really, Dan. No. Yeah, not really. Yeah, me a key? Never heard of never, never. Yeah, Guy, he's a Cool G Rap. Yeah, I have no idea who this guy is. Here, I, I have to be careful what I read here. Um, here's Cool G Rap. This is on Spotify, curated on their playlist. Uh, it rhymes with itch. Itch. Why you lying? Itch, you've been cheating. Now I've got to give your mother effing A word be a beating. I punched her in the rib cage and kicked her in the stomach. Take off all my mother effing jewelry. Itch running. I stomped her <clears throat> and I kicked her and I punched her in the face. End quote. Yeah, Guy doesn't really talk much during the show, and we just had an extemporaneous comment from Guy saying, oh my gosh, that's on Spotify. See what happens when you get in the censorship game? You see? Why isn't the left calling out cool G rap? Is Taylor Swift and the rest of these uh, wokeitarians out there who are being pressured to comment on the Joe Rogan situation? What about India Ari and Mary Trump? And Neil Young, rocking in the free world guy. So you going to call for this song to be pulled down? See what happens when you get in the censorship game and why I'm not in the censorship game? You want to listen to Cool G rap? You go right ahead. Candidly, I'm disgusted by this buffoon. And the people who talk like this, in my experience, are the biggest wuss bag cowards on planet Earth. Uh, but that's a whole other story. Cool G rap? You want to listen to it? You go right ahead. I ain't letting my kids listen to it. But I don't believe in censorship. That's your thing. Here's another one via my newsletter today as well. New York Post article by Phil Mushnick. 
You know who's performing at the Super Bowl this year at halftime? Yeah, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. So he notes some lyrics from Snoop Dogg. Keep in mind, we're getting ready to bury Officer Mora today in New York City, another hero assassinated by a cowardly thug in New York City. He's going to be buried today, uh, and uh, there's going to be a funeral at St. Patrick's Cathedral. So um, this is Snoop Dogg, right in the middle of police being gunned down in the streets. Here's one of his songs. Amushnik notes, this guy's performing at the Super Bowl. It's a song with Snoop Dogg and J5 Slap. It's entitled Police Ready Roger. Okay, here's the song. All you N-words out there, take your guns that you use in to shoot each other and start shooting these B-word ass mother effing police. That'll impress a mother effing N-word like me. He wants to know if that's inciting violence. Uh, no, not by the left standards. No, not at all. However, you know, when we call out the cat lady for ruthless attacks on Tim Pool, who then is later swatted, and we suggest, you know what, by your rules, not ours, that would be inciting violence. We're inciting violence by calling out the inciting of violence. Really weird. But the actual incitement of violence, that'll impress a mother effing N-word like me suggesting shooting the B-ass mother-effing police, definitely not inciting violence there. Come on, Guy. Wake up. Yeah, it is. Guy, good point. Uh, Joe, Guy says it's very ambiguous. Uh, hard to figure out. <laughs> but, yeah. Got to kind of parse through it. It's coded language, Joe. Coded language. And then we get the whole line. They're just talking about what it's like in the streets. The streets. The streets? Ladies and gentlemen, Snoop Dogg hasn't been in the streets in 25 years, Snoop Dogg is a multi-multi-millionaire, an eight-figure earner. Really? Taylor Swift going to comment on that? The B-ass mother effing N-word comment? Killing the police? You're gonna, you got a comment on that, Spotify? Again, you see how the censorship came? Now, let me be clear. It's clarity and principles matter. I'm not calling for Snoop Dogg to be censored or Cool G Rap or R. Kelly or anyone else because I understand the dangerous slope. I don't have to approve of it, but I don't have to listen to it either. And in, to be honest and to be candid with you, when I grew up in Glendale, Queens, I listened to Snoop Dogg. I did. I mean, he had this song, you know, with Dr. Dre, 187 on an undercover cop. When I was a young kid, you know, and you don't know any better. You know, you're just sitting there and you're like, you think this is, uh, you know, you're being edgy and cool. No, you're being a moron. But I can tell you that and look back. And, but I'm, I never, I'm not calling for Snoop Dogg to be censored. Nor would it matter if I did. But you notice how they call for us to be censored. But when it comes to stuff like that, they're awfully quiet. Probably not going to hear a lot of comments from Taylor Swift about that. Just a guess. But here, here's who is censored. Here's another, today's uh, newsletter is pretty, really good. I, I strongly encourage you to check it out. Here's another article about who is getting censored, just the news. Greg Piper's story. Big tech, the lockdown and the purge is continuing as Rogan defends his interview choices. Big tech purges anti-lockdown scientists as Rogan defends his interview choices. I should read the title properly. It says two permanent social media bans bookended Joe Rogan's interview with mRNA vaccine pioneer turned critic Robert Malone. Yeah, he had a role in inventing the mRNA stuff, Joe. But what the hell does he know, right? I mean, sheesh, we should really be taking our, our vaccine advice from Cool G Rap, don't you think? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, very clearly, right? I mean, that's there's no ambiguity there. We all know Cool G Rap is the guy we should be listening to instead. So Twitter cited Malone for COVID misinformation shortly before the interview. Twitter. So an 18-year-old working at Twitter as a little mini-sensor, barely out of college with a degree in 14th century uh, women's LGBTQ plus studies um, is censoring Robert Malone, one of the inventors of mRNA technology. Turns out LinkedIn deplatformed him too. Flushed out his 30,000 connection with no explanation or warning given. Snoop Dogg allowed to have a LinkedIn profile with his B ass mother effing Shoot the police stuff. Is that, is that, I'm just curious. Is that allowed? I'm just asking, just asking. Here's another guy in the Just the News article that was shut down by LinkedIn too. 
Uh, Harvard Medical School epidemiologist, just like Snoop Dogg. He's got a Harvard Medical School degree, too, in case you haven't heard. <laughs> and lockdown critic Martin Koldorf. So guy graduated Harvard. We were all told was this was at the uh, Mount Olympus of uh, educational attainment, right? So they suspended him. Why? Well, it's a second brush with LinkedIn that censored two of his posts for purported misinformation last summer. Twitter suspended his account for a month last spring for disputing the protective powers of commonly worn masks, a position that is now mainstream. Maybe Snoop Dogg should have said it. We all would have been okay. With his B word, A word, mother effing shoot the police or whatever it says. Maybe he should have said something about masks. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, he says, criticize masks. God forbid you're going to get someone killed, even though we know these cloth masks don't work and these surgical masks at best are of limited efficacy and only, I believe, on the transmission side based on the evidence. But yeah, call for the shooting of the police and that's <laughs> definitely not life-threatening at all. Come on, wake up, fellas. All right, let me get back to this. I've got some uh, video of Ted Cruz just bringing the pain to another Biden radical nominee who can't seem to answer a quick question. Uh, Joe had no problem. Gita, is racial discrimination wrong? Uh, Joe's answer, I believe, Joe, I don't want to speak for you, was yes, um, it's wrong. Yes, it's wrong. And I counted the latency, Joe. Joe took about a second and a half to answer, and I believe it's only because of the delay. He answered immediately. He was reasonably (laughs) confident in that. I'm going to, again, third that, that racial discrimination is grotesque. Um, Biden nominees, they got a little bit of trouble with that. You doubt me? Just watch. Showing you, again, that they are who we think they are, the left. They've become sadly racist and elitist. I'm not kidding. Hey, let me get a drink quick. You don't have to cut this out. Everybody knows I have enough. That's all right. I'm just filling in time so you don't have the dead air, dude. That's all. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, Joe's very <laughs> Joe's a trained broadcast professional. Joe doesn't talk a lot, but he knows when I need a little uh, little backup. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I promise you, like I said, I'm good. You, you, I got so many emails from me yesterday asking me how I feel. I feel fine. You all are great. Now. Remember the Denny Green thing we use? They are who oh, yeah. we thought they were, old coach. Well, they are. The left is who you think they are. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're looking at a massive political realignment happening in the United States right now. I know with all the dour news in the beginning of the show, the canceling, the nonstop nonsense, the job numbers, I know I'm, I'm not surprised that many of you would say to yourself, Dan, is it going to get any better? And the answer is yes, it will. It will. I know it. How do I know it? I, I, don't, I don't know, folks. I can't. I can't put a finger on it, but I'm just sure that we are the last best hope. We are. And I know God has blessed this place. I know it. And I've got to believe. I have faith. I have faith in this place that in the end we'll do the right thing. And I have a feeling it's about to turn around. But it's not going to turn around until the left fully exposes to America. And the media curtain that's been hiding. who The, the media is the curtain behind the Wizard of Oz. The media is there hiding the guy. They'll pay no attention to the man. That's the media. That curtain is being pulled away, and America is seeing the left for the racist and elitist they are. It's happening every day. Here, exhibit one. Pay very close attention to this video. This is at a nomination hearing for a uh, federal judge being nominated by Biden. Her name is Kenley Cato. She nominated for a judgeship in the uh, uh, was it Southern District or Central District of California. She's asked a very, very simple question by Senator Ted Cruz. Is discrimination, racial discrimination wrong? Watch the word salad she goes through because the left are the part. They are exclusively the home of the new American racists right now. Here, check this out. Is racial discrimination wrong? Senator, our Constitution prohibits race discrimination, discrimination on the basis of race. Okay, let me ask again, is racial discrimination wrong? Senator, as a judge, I, I, I don't um, deal with issues of morality or whether something. So you have no views on whether it's right or wrong? Senator, because that is an issue that is frequently litigated before the courts pursuant to Canon 3 of the Code of Conduct. Okay, so why does the Constitution prohibit racial discrimination? S- Senator, I, I think it's part of our constitution and this nation's 
history of aiming for equal justice and uh, treating people, regardless of any protected class status, equally and fairly. So discriminating based on race violates, I think you just said, our Constitution's history of aiming for justice. Is that a fair characterization? Senator, our case law, uh, if you're talking about race discrimination under the law, yes, pursuant to Supreme Court precedent, uh, race discrimination under the law is prohibited. That's astonishing. That is some of the most astonishing video I have seen in a long time. Mm. I am not exaggerating. A nominee for a federal judgeship who should immediately, immediately withdraw her name, immediately withdraw her name from consideration, cannot answer a simple question. Is racial discrimination wrong? Now, this proves two of my points. Remember how we opened up. Keep this conversation in context. I said to you there's a massive political realignment coming as working class and middle class Americans figure out the real racists and the real elitists are on the left. This speaks to two of those arguments. Elitist argument, too? Well, clearly speaks to the racist argument. It does. How does a non-racist, right? Not, how does a non-racist answer a question like that? A non-racist answers a question like that. Someone who's not racist, like Guy and Joe did. Is racial discrimination wrong? Uh, yes. Thanks, Dan. Have a good day. It's not hard. Joe doesn't have to equivocate. He's not like, my gosh, how's this going to sound? The audience can hear me. My gosh. Joe understands that the moral, uh, the, the, the moral and correct thing to do is to answer that question the morally correct way. Yes, it's wrong. Of course it's wrong. She can't answer the question. This is a woman on the federal bench, supposedly. She should pull her name immediately. That video should be everywhere immediately. But it speaks to the elitism argument, too. How do you think us non-lawyers and non-judges, like Kenley Cato, right? How do you think us non-judges hear the answer to that question? Kenley Cato and the elitist leftist bowtie-wearing snobs, they don't understand that to us, that sounds like you're doing some kind of verbal judo because you may believe racial discrimination is a good thing. But whereas we understand you, the left, we understand perfectly who you are. You don't understand who we are. And it goes back to my argument yesterday about the James Toronto principle. That the reason the left continues to say stupid things like this, like Ken Lee Cato said, is because of the leftist media monopoly on messaging. <clears throat> That's how defund the police happened. That's how identity politics and cancel culture happens. Grossly unpopular positions, affirmative action, all grossly unpopular with the American people. But the reason they continue is because the leftist media bubble has gaslighted the left into believing because they don't hear anything else that their ridiculously unpopular positions are in fact popular. And that's why it continues. And that is only in an elitist bubble. Think about a trucker in Canada. You ask him that question. Go, go take a poll up in Canada right now. Go tap on every trucker's window and say, is racial discrimination wrong? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am, it is. Now ask an elitist snob lawyer on the left. Uh, let me tell you, the discrimination of the fostering of the glorification of the indemnification. And everybody's looking at you like, are you joking? You want to see how, again, a massive political alignment, realignment's happening? Because Americans are waking up in mass. You can see it in the polls. And realizing the left are the racists and the elitists? Look at this Reddit post. Hat tip, James Lindsay was on my Fox show this weekend. He was the A Block guest. He took a screenshot of this Reddit post. They opened it for discussion and someone posted on Reddit, workers are uniting in solidarity against an authoritarian government and the left is against it. So the poster there on Reddit is talking about the truckers up in Canada, how workers are uniting against this authoritarian move. Where's the left? The comments are good. Here's one of them. The trucker convoy is the closest thing to a working class uprising I've seen in my lifetime. He says I wasn't around in the 60s. And yet the left is somehow against it? Isn't this exactly the kind of thing the left should be supporting? Are there even any working class people on the left anymore? Why do they all seem to be Zoom tech workers or unemployed? 
Why is the actual working class overwhelmingly not on the left? It's really unsettling to see what actual working class unity, taking direct action against fascist mandates, and the left is taking the side of the fascists. Open your eyes. Reminds me of uh, Vanilla Sky with Tom Cruise. Open your eyes. People's eyes are being opened everywhere, folks. That's why I tell you, and all of it's bad. When you see all of it, oh, Dan, YouTube came after you. Google came after you. Rogan, they're coming after Rogan. The job numbers are terrible. Inflation, the border. I tell you, I get it. I get it. It is bad. But I promise you, eyes are being opened. That Reddit post says so much. The left that portrayed themselves for decades as the party of the working class hero. You go working class, dirt under the fingernails has now completely abandoned them to go all in on the government uh, totalitarian boat. All in. Here's another one. This is important. This is great. This is from Georgia. Again, how the left, racists and elitists, and everybody's starting to see it. This is from a hearing in Georgia. You're going to hear two Georgia uh, representatives, state representatives, uh, a, a rep Nguyen, a win and a rep Cantrell. Um, the woman is a Democrat. She starts first. She clearly objects to school choice. Why? Because the left are elitists. Um, and I would argue that the left are hard racists when it comes to education, too, because a lot of black families are struggling in terrible schools and the left doesn't want to help them because they don't care. Which sounds to me like a racist policy. So you're going to hear this Democrat liberal first talking about how school choice is so terrible because the standards aren't the same. And this is one of the best answers I have ever heard from this representative Cantrell who fires a bomb back in the most calm, eloquent way possible. Showing you again how these elitist slobs on the left, slobs, meant snobs, but they're slobs too. And the elitist snobs on the left don't want your kid to get an education. They don't want choice. Watch this. My question is, if we are using public dollars to fund private schools, where is, why, do, why don't these schools have the same level of accountability yeah. and scrutiny as our public schools? You're right. They don't have the same level of accountability. They have a much higher level of accountability because the families have the freedom to leave and take their money with them anytime they're not happy with what's going on at the school. They don't have that option currently in the public school. So why don't they have, oh yeah, oh, that's a definite, <laughs> that's, a, that's a hardcore monthly right there. 100%. Just beautifully stated. Schools are no good, so you want to lock the doors behind them, and you think that's an example of your uh, lovely sense of benevolence and tolerance? Folks, why have the left become elitists and racists? Well, I'd make the case to you they haven't become anything. The left were always the racists, and we're always the elitists. Look at the Southern Democrats during the Jim Crow era. And I would like you, if you get the chance, to read a book. It's a very good one. Um, I'll put together a book list eventually. It's called Revolt Against the Masses by Fred Siegel. It's a great book. Andrew Wilkow is a good friend of mine. It's one of his favorites, too. Revolt Against the Masses is a story about the history of the left. It's a great book. You'll get through it quickly. And how the left has always hated the masses and always hated the middle class. This quote I'm about to read from the book describes perfectly, perfectly, why the left are a bunch of elitist snobs and how they don't have the capability to do anything else so they deem themselves the new aristocrats. Listen to every word of this. Siegel says, the contributors to civilization in the United States, many of them Harvard men, were driven by resentment. The so-called lost generation, explained Malcolm Cowley, was extremely class conscious. Like Bourne, they had a vague belief in aristocracy and in the possibility of producing real aristocrats through education, Cowley said. They went to Europe to free themselves from organized stupidity, to win their deserved place in the hierarchy of intellect. They felt that their status in America's business culture was grossly inadequate, given their obviously exceptional intelligence and extraordinary talent. Their simmering anger at what they saw as the mediocrity of democratic life led them to pioneer the now commonplace stance of blaming society for their personal failings. Animated by patrician spirit, they found the leveling egalitarianism of the United States an insult to their sense of self-importance. Single best quote on elitist leftists I've ever heard. Their personal failings, 
their inability to do anything else in life other than sit in their mommy's basement watching porn and eating Hot Pockets have led them not to a sense of introspection as to why am I such a failure and a loser? They blame society. They say, I'm so smart. I majored in sociology and my college professor Samuel and I smoke bowls together in the college quad. How is it that I'm not leading groups of men in major business entities and how come I'm not rich? So instead of reflecting on why they're so stupid, boring, and such losers, life losers, they blame everyone else. And they seek this new aristocracy where if they get a bachelor's degree in sociology from the City University of East Tunafish, they should be anointed the new aristocrats and put a bow tie on while you dirty, filthy carpenters and plumbers and electricians, people who actually built this place and have some smarts, you should be forced to subjugate yourself to them and their patrician spirit. Single best quote I have ever read on the false aristocracy of the left and why they do what they do. And the revolt's happening. As I said in the beginning of the show, join the rebellion. Pick a side, or they'll pick it for you. All right, um, let me get to my last sponsor. Coming up on the other side of this, uh, we have another uh, tragic funeral for Officer Mora today up in New York, assassinated in cold blood at St. Patrick's. And uh, Joe Biden will be traveling up to New York to meet with uh, new mayor, Eric Adams. And Joe Biden is trying to retcon history. He's trying to rewrite history to make you to believe what he said about the police he didn't say. Well, don't you worry, folks. We have the video. And I'm sure the loser zero fact checkers, Tom Kircher and Bill McCarthy or whatever their names are at the liberal hack site, uh, really an opinion site, as Facebook noted in a court case, a politifarce uh, funded by the left-wing Poitier Institute, will have a really hard time with this. So we're going to play the actual quote, and we'll see what they have to say about that. This will be joyous. Stay tuned for that. Don't let Joe Biden retcon history. Joe Biden had said during an interview, he's trying to paint himself now to be some pro-law enforcement guy. Now, to be clear, Joe Biden did later on say that he didn't support defunding the police. But let's make no mistake, when Joe Biden was put on the spot by an interviewer and asked about redirecting funds, redirecting, which by any standard meaning of the word, folks, means taking money from one pool and redirecting it to another, correct? Is that not what redirecting means? Do we have to get out the uh, even the left-wing dictionary who will probably redefine the word directing, redirecting after this show? Biden was asked point blank once by someone in a political moment. Joe Biden said, yes, I absolutely would support redirecting funds away from the police. Joe Biden's trying to pretend this video isn't out there. It is. And someone should ask him why he said that and why he felt the need to change his mind later. Did he lick his finger and sense the political wins? So just to be clear, when you thought the political wins were in your favor to redirect money away from the police, you folded like a political cheap suit and you're supposed to be a leader? Here, watch this as Joe Biden goes up to New York and pretends to be the pro-law enforcement guy. Now, don't ever forget this. Check this out. Uh, Surplus military equipment for law enforcement. They don't need that. The last thing you need is an up-armored Humvee coming into a neighborhood. It's like the military invading. They don't know anybody. They become the enemy. They're supposed to be protecting these people. So my generic point is that we agree that we can redirect some of the funding. Yes, uh, absolutely. Do we agree? Yes, absolutely. Again, because I'm not a journalist, which would make me a liar. Don't ever call me a journalist. It's offensive. We do actual facts. Biden later on went and retracted that and said he doesn't support defunding the police. That's not my question. My question is, why at that point in time didn't Joe Biden, who's supposed to be now this pro-law enforcement guy, have the guts to stand up against political pressure and say, no, redirecting some of this funding is wrong? Why didn't he do that? Because he's a coward, and he's always been a coward, and everybody who knows Joe Biden knows it. All right, a couple more stories I want to get to here just uh, quickly. This trailer coming up soon, too, by Dinesh D'Souza is amazing. Amazing for his new movie, 2,000 Mules. But just quickly, on Fox Business, this will be in my newsletter today. Real trouble, folks. National debt tops $30 trillion. Paula asked me last night, how are we going to pay this back? Uh, the answer, we're not. Um, there is no paying that back. Well, what's going to happen to it, Dan? There'll be a default. Now, will it be a technical default in the sense that we'll be, the United States will be in a bankruptcy court? No, that's not what's going to happen. What's going to happen is we're going to print money, um, inflate away the value of our money, and inflate away the value of our debt, and your money is going to be worth less, and so is the debt. 
And eventually we're going to be living in second class, uh, not maybe third world, but definitely second world status. You can't pay it back. You can't. There's no way. You could try. If we were to stop running up more debt today and at least hold the line, there'd be a possibility. But I want you to go and search in any search engine but the tyrants at Google. DuckDuckGo is pretty good. Search the term monetizing the debt, and it describes exactly what I just said. That's why the government loves inflation, because they'll never be able to pay these people back. They're going to pay you back with inflated away uh, dollars. I want you to watch this. I want to end with this today. Dinesh D'Souza is a good friend and a good man. He's got a movie coming out called 2000 Mules. The trailer for this movie about mules uh, and video evidence of what appear to be mules taking ballots to drop boxes and taking pictures of themselves as evidence that they did it is one of the most disturbing pieces of video I've seen in a while. The video's on Rumble on Dinesh D'Souza's page. I sent it out on my social media accounts as well. Watch this trailer for this movie and listen to this in the background. This is some stunning stuff. Check this out. The 2020 election was the most secure in U.S. history. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. He lost a fair and secure election. The most secure election in American history. Really? All those of you volunteered and worked the polls, you deserve a special thanks from the entire nation. This one mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. He's not alone. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. Leaving no fingerprints. Snapping photos to get paid. A coordinated ring of illegal vote harvesting in all the key states where the election was decided. They've delivered us a clear victory. Game over. Hey, Jim, I know you listen to the podcast. See if you can get Dinesh today. Um, I got to talk about that. Wow. Wow. I thought we weren't allowed to talk about the elections. <laughs> <laughs> whenever you tell me what not to talk about, I talk about it more. So I'm so glad to be off YouTube with their BS. Watch them censor that. 2,000 mules coming soon. Let's see if we can get the national radio show later today. Folks, thanks a lot for tuning in. Small favor to ask. I have a uh, really big guest coming this weekend on Unfiltered, my show. It's at new time. It's at a new time, 9 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday night. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, please set your DVR if you can't make it live or watch it live. We're really proud of the shows we've been putting together. Thank you for your support last week. We're number one in the demo. Number two overall means a lot to us. We really appreciate it. Big launch for Brian Kilmeade and my good friend Lawrence Jones as well. They're great guys. So Saturday night, we really appreciate your support. Thanks a lot. See you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.